Hello everyone. This book is called Windswept by Miriam Moss and it's illustrated by Cliff Wright. Windswept was a tall, gentle man with a broad, smiling mouth and long, silvery beard. He wore a swirling, inky blue cloak, a hat covered in stars and moons and dark green leather shoes with curled up toes. Windswept lived on the edge of a small seaside town where he owned an ice cream shop. The shop was right out over the water on the end of the pier. Windswept liked standing on the pier, watching the waves pointing and dipping through the wooden slats under his feet. On stormy days, huge waves pounded the beach sending up an angry spray of pebbles. Then Windswept stood staring out to see with his long silver beard streaming out behind him. Inside Windswept's ice cream shop, it was always welcoming. Glasses clinked and voices hummed. Cups of coffee, smoked and coloured fountains splashed into giant oyster shells. No one was ever hurried away there were books and comics to read and plenty of paper and felt tips for drawing. On the counters, stacked cones made from mouth-melting mouth biscuits spiralled right up to the ceiling. Alongside the row of gentle, steaming hot chocolate sauces lay a summer hedgerow of fat, glistening strawberries, cherries, raspberries and peaches. The pyramid potions of ice cream were served with wafers and a silver spoon. People entering for the first time thought they had fallen into a film. The huge kitchens were upstairs. Stainless steel walkways ran round the inside of the high gloss domed roof. High glass domed roof, sorry. Windswept worked way down below where the pipes lined the walls, hummed and the dials on the ice cream vats leapt and flickered. Wearing his artist's smock and using a bright palette of edible food colour, he painted massive ice cream moulds of ships or elephants for special occasions. He made cold, tiered wedding cakes or vast valentine hearts. For his daughter's birthday, he cut a necklace of jeweled-shaped gems from a sparkling array of fruit, fruit sorbets, Windswept's daughter was called Melody. When she was born, the first sound she heard was a song of the sea. And the sea's music filled every room of their tall house, which stood in a narrow alleyway near the seafront. When the town was quiet, and the only sound was the shush of the sea and the rush of the pebble talk from the beach, Windswept taught Melody about ice cream. He showed her how to waft the milk, hang the fruit together and age the mixture overnight. She learnt how to heat the eggs into a smooth rich custard and how to stir in a riddle and to help the ice crystals form. Melody discovered the magic of split second timing when to add a blade of mace, a new moon of lemon peel, a plop of preserved ginger or a puff of powdered gelatine. She knew which ice cream cooled the fevered brow and eased a grazed knee or smoothed the crumpled face of a teething baby. 
It was the first day of the school holidays. The sea music danced softly in Melody's dream. She opened her eyes and lay listening to the waves on the beach, shushing and sliding in time to a waltz. She stretched and climbed out of bed and nosed her way sleepily downstairs. Windswept was in the kitchen, finishing off a freezing Nesselrode pudding from, from Italian and French chestnuts. Hearing a slipper shuffle behind him, he turned round. Melody, he said. Look, he pointed to an experiment laid out on the table for her. Happy holiday. Oh, windswept, said Melody, hugging him. Good morning. Thank you. And she set to work mixing the scalded cream, pureed fruit and liquid saffron and whisked air. Suddenly, the front door slammed and sharp footsteps prickled across the polished hard hall floor. Aunt Jocasta swept into the kitchen, trailing a rainbow of chiffon scarves and her black cat. Shadow. Good grief, brother, she said in a voice as crisp and as, as freshly snipped icicles. What idiotic iciness are you creating now? Then, seeing Melody, her pointed face melted a little around the edges. Ah, oh, Melody, come here, child, let me look at you. She took Melody's face between her long fingers and tilted her head back. Shadow pushed figures of eight around Melody's ankles, while Jocasta's startlingly, viol startlingly violet eyes bore down into hers. Yes, you'll do she said briskly, swirling up to her brother and presenting him with a marble cool kiss cheek to kiss. Windswept kissed it. It's good to see you, Jocasta, he said. How are you? Me, dreadful, Jocasta, swished this way and that. I've been working too hard, so I've decided to go on holiday. I want you to look after my swirly-whirly ice cream machine. It's out in the van. I can't leave it anywhere on its own. You know how troublesome it can be. She stopped to stick a finger into a mixing bowl. Windswept, I don't know why you still make all your ice cream by hand. She said, you should try out my ice cream machine while I'm away. It had, it's been a godsend to me. A bit too popular, if anything. Oh, well, yes, if you insist, Windswept hung up his apron. Good. Now you won't want it in here. We'll take it out to the pier and plug it in there. Bye, Melody. Jocasta swept out, shadow by her cat. Bye, Jocasta. Melody watched the last curl of crimson chiffon snake its way around the door frame. Windswept turned and smiled at her. See you at lunchtime, he said, following his sister out. Windswept and Melody ate lunch high up in the roof garden of their house overlooking the sea. Afterwards, Melody sat back in the warm sunshine while Windswept leant on the balustrade and gazed out over the peaceful shimmering sea. Suddenly, he stiffened. Melody, come here quickly. Melody leapt to her feet, her chair toppling backwards. What's wrong? He pointed at the pier. Look! Jocasta's machine has gone berserk. It's completely out of, the con of control. All my ice cream is whirling into the sea. 
Waves of smooth white ice cream were pouring from the pier. They watched the snowy mounds build up into huge waves. The crest of the wave curled slowly over and plunged down onto the beach, swamping sunbathers and swirls of ice cream. Clouds of screeching seagulls spiralled down to join the children, plunging delightedly into the ice cream sea. News of the disaster travelled fast. The thin trickle of people making their way down the hill to the beach grew into a stream, and a stream of people grew into a river. Everyone elbowed their way to the front to taste the incoming tide of ice cream. Then the ice cream machine started to show off, pouring out colourful streams of every sort of ice cream imaginable. A stack of deck chairs disappeared under a whoosh of Neapolitan. A startled man selling ice lollies was carried up the beach on a wave of bright green pistachio. Soon, a flotilla of boats from the marina bobbed up and down on the waves, scooping up buckets of raspberry riffle and mint choc delight. We've got to stop it, cried Melanie, but how can we get into the shop now? Windswept took off his hat and wiped his forehead thoughtfully. We'll have to go in through the kitchen roof, but first I'd better make a phone call. Windswept and Melanie ran past the crowds of children building huge tutti-frutti ice cream castles. They found Windswept's old motorbike parked next to an ambulance bundled full of toddlers with tummy aches. Windswept thrummed the bike alive and Melody climbed on behind him and soon they were weaving in and out of the crowds. As they made their way towards the pier, the mayor and corporation processed towards him out of the town hall. Then the press arrived. Cameras flashed and dogs barked and police officers blew whistles. The air was was thick with ice cream spray and quickly the mayor called for his corporation waterproofs. At last Melody and Windswept reached the entrance to the pier. They stopped to check the ice cream's progress. It was lapping greedily at the railings along the front it's not moving forward, said Melanie. Perhaps the tide has turned. Yes, it has, but with the next high tide, said Windswept grimly, it'll be across the road and swamping the town. Come on, Melody. As they roared over the wooden slats of the pier, the air-sea rescue helicopter that Windswept had phoned earlier swooped into view. It hovered high in front of them, making spidery shadow shapes on the glass roof. Windswept waved to the crewmen standing in the open doorway who lowered down a harness. They fastened themselves into it and then windswept signalled that they were ready. Up and up they rose into the bright sky, the world spinning slowly at their feet. One by one people along the seafront stopped to point and stare. Look, windswept and Melody are going in through the roof. Everyone stood in silence watching them, wafting through the air on the end of what looked like a very spine, fine spider's web. As they swung in over the glass roof of the kitchens, Windswept leapt, leant down and pulled hard on a heavy metal ring. A glass trapdoor opened. Standing on the slippery roof, they unhitched the harness and climbed down the metal ladders leading onto the walkways. Soon they were out of sight. A deep hush settled over the crowd. Even the seagulls stopped screeching and hung silently and still in the air. Behind them, the helicopter was a small dot on the horizon. Out on the pier, a great burst of apricot ice cream flopped down, somersaulting into the sea. The crowd held its breath. 
There was a strange shudder, followed by nothing. They'd done it. They had stopped the machine. Windswept and Melody spent the rest of the afternoon on the pier, hosing down and clearing up. When everything was shipshape again, the mayor processed out to congratulate them. Then, when everyone had gone and all was quiet, they stood watching the last blobs of ice cream drift out to sea. Soon, a soupy sea mist started to roll in over the horizon, and Windswept looked down at Melody. "'Do you know what?' he said. "'I think it's time for us to have a holiday.' Let's face it, no one in this town will want to buy ice cream for a week or two. Windswept climbed into their sailing boat. Melody passed down a couple of old red leather suitcases and then joined him. Together they unfurled the sail and Melody leant against the mast while Windswept stood at the stern holding the tiller. He turned the nose of the boat out to sea and in this soft silence broken only by the flapping sail, the girl and the wizard-like shape sailed off into the swirling sea mist. The end. Thanks, everyone.